All spiritual growth is purely to consciously realize that we are all one and live every day in that positive mindset. The purpose of our lives is to complete an esoteric spiritual awakening and transformation where we are all consciously aware that we are one. The more we know about our higher selves intertwined with the universe and God as the essence of creation, the more meaningful it is to feel whole because we are one in the same. Everyone has energy within and the power transforms that energy into different vibrations and dimensions. Join Charlie May in the connection to self, your spirit guides and spirit angels. Ascend to higher frequencies, vibrations and other dimensions with the Spirit Guider. Welcome to the Spirit Guider. I'm your host, Charlie May. Lauren Crum. Hi, how are you? Hey, what's up, girl? Happy to be back. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to catch up on. Okay, so let's just dive right in. Tell us about ayahuasca. Ooh, referred to as Mama Aya, grandmother. She called to me. It is So it is a spirit that comes through in plant form through this brew that's created in South America. And it's made using leaves of a specific type of plant and bark. It's a plant medicine ritual. So she has been calling to me for about Years. a year now. About I'm telling a, you, you yeah. asked me to go a year ago. Yeah. So about a year, about a year now through uh, some of my other like work with my spirits and my teams. They told me I needed to take this little hiatus in Florida for a couple months. I'm doing that all of May and all of June. And then it just so happened that they serve ayahuasca in Orlando at um, this place called Soul Quest. Then again, it just so happened that the first weekend of May, so I will be drinking on the 6th and the 7th. May 6th, May 7th. Mm-hmm. This is a sacred feminine ceremony. So it's all females. This is They don't have these very often. So I'm like, what are the odds of that happening right when I'm getting down there? So then I have all of May and all of June to integrate the work. So. Wait a minute. Let's start at the beginning. What day are you going down there? May 2nd or around May yeah. 2nd? And then when you get there, how does the whole process begin? The process for me has already begun. So what they advise is doing a two-week, if not more, dieta. And so it's very strict on what you can and can't eat, limiting out any prescription drugs, alcohol. It's very much plant-based no red meat, no pork. They want you to get away from spices. So like no garlic, no onion. There's just a lot of different things that they want you to eliminate from your diet. And so the thinking is to clear your body as a vessel for when you are introducing ayahuasca in so that she can work. And it's a cleaner process because there's a lot of purging involved and it just helps your body receive and react to the medicine in a better way. So it's already started for me, but she's been coming through in my session in my dream last night. So I meditated before I went to bed and she came through and I took the first cup of ayahuasca and I actually like held it in and then I vomited and I could, I mean, I was in another timeline during this dream and woke up this morning and she's already showed me some of the stuff that she's going to bring out during my ceremony. It's wild. So when you get there, I'm guessing you have different programs you do during the day or what, what kind of is the timeline day by day by day? A two-day, two-day, one-night stay. So this oh, is a is? shorter program. So we do two ceremonies in this one. Oh. A little bit shorter than what they do. So I, so this retreat is a little different than what I 
want to eventually do in South America. So it's neo-shamanism. So it's not specific to one tribe that practices because a lot of tribes, different tribes prepare it and have their ceremonies are different. So this one is just a blend of a lot of different ones. And so they're not super specific on like the traditions aren't just of just one tribe. So when we get there that night, so we'll get there around I'll probably get there around like two or three, get all situated in our area. And then four, they bring you in to the Maloka and you watch like this little video. Then you go outside and they do like a smoke ceremony where they're clearing a lot of energy out. And then you set your intentions. And then I believe the first cup is served at six. So usually it's anywhere from four to six hour journey. So they serve the first cup. And then from what I've seen with other tribes, they offer a second cup. So I sent an email yesterday trying to get some validation on all of this, but then I believe they're offered a second cup. So I'll partake in a second cup. So that's two cups the first night. And then they do Icaros, which is a, a type of music where usually it's a shaman that is doing different singing and they're singing different things. And the Icaros kind of helps the ayahuasca integrate into your body and helps you kind of tune in because it's a dance. This is a medicine that's working through you. It's pulling out whatever intention that you set. It's going to pull out those things and really pull out whatever you need to see and work through from from what I've read, it's like doing 10 years of therapy in one night because you are forced to look at it. You're being guided through it, pulling things that you may not even know that you have in you out. So like I said, there's a lot of purging. There's You can sweat, you can cry, a lot of different things. So then the ceremony ends, they light a candle and they do like a clearing and then you go to bed. And then the next morning, it's a very light meal, just raw foods, I think. And then you go right into a second ceremony. Yeah, it says here that you're going to even do yoga, breath work. If you're not partaking in the day ceremony. So this oh. one, this schedule that's listed on their website is for like a normal with men and women, how they normally do a weekend. Oh, gotcha. So this one is a little shorter because I think they drink just at night with the option of drinking during the day when you go to a general type of retreat with them. But with the sacred feminine, they drink, we drink the first night and then we have a day ceremony and then you can choose to stay that night or you can leave. So I'll probably stay that night too, just because I'm not trying to drive back to. Oh yeah, I'm seeing May 6th, the sacred female ayahuasca ceremony. Yeah, so I'm really excited. Oh no, that's fantastic. Man, they have a lot of stuff listed on the calendar. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do for two months the rest of the time? So the biggest part of ayahuasca, of course, the journey is very impactful, but the integration of what comes up is more than half of it. So people can go on these journeys and if they're not committed to looking at the things that were brought up and like making those changes, and a lot of people don't have this amount of time to dedicate to it. Just so happens that I chose these two months, so I'm going to get to do breath work, yoga, whatever I want to do when I'm down there. I think I'm going to get started on my podcast. I'm going to have some clarity around some of my preconception work that I'm doing, and I'm just going to flow with whatever comes up. Whatever comes up with readings, I'm really just not putting any expectations on myself. I've I've allowed this in my schedule, so I'm just going to be. And sometimes people need that in their lives to just be, to figure out what their purpose here on earth is, where their journey needs to start, where their journey needs to go, what they need to be on. You already have an idea of who you are, but some people are lost in life. I totally understand it. 
They are. And this medicine is so powerful. I mean, the amount of research I've been doing on ayahuasca and on the use of psychedelics, I am now like being pulled in a direction where I really want to start facilitating with psychedelics and working with my clients in that way, because it is such a healing modality when if people can't get to where we get without the, because you and I both are, have gone through these awakenings and are able to tap into this without um, using substances, which is amazing, but not everybody is able to do that. So what these substances do, it just alters your consciousness. So you are able to connect at that level. And then once you open that door and you've seen, you can't unsee. So it brings down people's guards so that they're open to do the work and do the healing and receive some of these messages that they may not be ready to receive in their normal consciousness. No doubt. And I told you when I got back, I went on a trip down off the coast of India and I met a girl I mean, who would have thought that I would have met someone from America with Cambo markings on her back? And it's a sisterhood. I know what she went through, and she knows what I went through. And when I saw the Cambo marks, I looked at her, and I said, we're, we're bonded forever. Mm-hmm. Like, this is something that you can't take away from me or, or her. And it is something, it is the experience that you went through when you did the Cambo. Like, yeah. there's no going back. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. Do you think ayahuasca is similar to doing Cambo? No. What do you think the differences are? So ayahuasca is the most powerful psychedelic that you can do. And with Cambo, you don't have a trip um, where you are seeing things or like having a psychedelic like mind trip. It's more of just a cleansing of the body, um, a detox process, a very intense detox process. But ayahuasca is the psychedelic part along with a purging. So imagine combo while going through an altered state of reality and being guided by another consciousness where you're surrendering to whatever comes up at the same time, you know, probably be puking, shitting, who knows? I mean, I'm just well, preparing. We, I'm just preparing myself. We've already done all that. I wish I could tape this for you. <laughs> I wish we already did like already a time warp so you could see. <laughs> I have my own ayahuasca. Freaks you out. I know. Don't get don't get mad at me. Mad. I have my own. There's no judgment. It's I know. Just... I know. I've got my own leaves, my own vines. I got it all that I got from South America. I offered Lauren to take a trip with me tonight on the ayahuasca. <laughs> She's lost her shit. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I got to have my shaman. Yeah. I'm I not just, gonna, I don't worry. It's such sacred medicine and it needs to be respected and done in a manner that is facilitated correctly. So it's just like if somebody were to open up, you know, get out a Ouija board or like get out cards and start calling things in and they have no idea what they're doing. True. That's very dangerous to do because you don't know what you're calling in. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're taking. You have no idea. And this is very a very serious thing. And a shaman is, or ayahuasquero is trained and they've done this medicine. They've worked with this medicine. Like they've grown up doing this. So they're very trained on how to do this and how to guide you through the process. So, and just for the record, I, I wasn't going to do it myself. <laughs> I didn't want you to freak out here. I like having a personal experience. I don't want to be around a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hire my own personal shaman and do it privately. I, I can't do it around people. That's why you and I went privately to do Cambo. Yeah. I cannot allow my energy to interming with other stragglers <laughs> around me. 
Not going to happen. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm going to hire my own shaman. But we're not using your shit. You're not using my shit? Why? No. Girl, that's I want good. to use you didn't get my- this stuff that's right there that's been prepared by the shaman's hands. That's I got gotcha. you. blessed. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Don't worry. We're I not like going to do it. I sand to the beach. Hey, I brought my own I, ayahuasca. I ordered off I brought eBay. My, I brought my own sand. <laughs> From my backyard, from the playground. I'm going to make a sandcastle. Yep. He'd look at you and he'd be like, oh, gosh. He'd start that ethereal. <laughs> they think we already tripping. Okay, so what do you plan to gain from this? Tell me, like, what are your goals out of this little experience we're going on? I plan on being there with you in spirit. I'm going to call you in. Yeah. Yeah, before we get started, I'm going to call you in. So there are just a few pieces that I know are very deep-rooted for me that really are like foundational pieces for some of the blocks that I still have. And it a lot of it has to do with my dad. And I really want to be able to look at why I can't love myself, why I can't see myself the way others see me, why haven't I been in, been able to call in my partner yet? And I think that that's directly tied to, you know, my own self-love because I've got to be able to love myself completely before I can call in somebody else that I want to love unconditionally. Just my relationship with money that has been so warped from my dad's viewpoints. And so those are big blocks for me. I could, Honestly, I can say I've worked through a lot of my other shit at this point. And I feel like these are the things that are left. And then I think she's going to open up some new avenues on recently when she came through a session, which I don't know if she does this for everyone. Sometimes they meet her the first time like during session, but because my channel's been open and I've been calling her in, she's been bringing things to me to start thinking about. And she's the one who brought through facilitating these psychedelic uh, healing ceremonies with people because it's incredible what people can open to. And I've been sitting with some people in session with weed gummies and I've worked with my own psilocybin and it's incredible what I've been able to move for myself and then hold space for others to move. I just really want to explore that more and be able to incorporate that into my business. So I think all of that plus whatever else that she feels the need to bring up is going to come through. So I'm excited. Have you ever thought about doing more of a longer ceremony where you stay seven nights? Because some of the ones that you and I looked at last year, you could go for seven nights, two weeks. You can have a whole week or two experience. Yeah, that's what I would like to do. I think this one is just dipping my toe in and it just worked out that it was sacred feminine. So I don't even know if all that stuff will come up. It may just be a couple pieces in this first ceremony. So it'll be, I'll drink probably three to four cups of ayahuasca. So sit in two ceremonies, but then I really want to go to South America and dig deep and do one of those type of experiences where it's a lot more working with the medicine because I think that you have to do it more than once. I mean, I'm not everyone. I'm committed to doing it more than once because I just know where my journey is taking me and this is my calling. But yeah, I would love that. I would really love to do one in Peru. Oh yeah. So the Shipibo tribe is, I think, the oldest standing tribe that's practiced with ayahuasca. Did you say a shaman was going to be here or no? You don't know. So listed on the website, they do have a shaman that they work with. And I would assume since it's the all-feminine ceremony that she's going to be there. But then there's a bunch of facilitators that have worked and trained with shamans. I wonder how many people are going to be in the class. Do you know? I don't know. So when I went to book, I didn't think that I waited that long. And so I, the only thing left was to camp. So I like, I'm taking my own tent 
and new. Oh, okay. There's a it's a huge property, I guess. And there's the Maloka, and then there's two other ceremony sites on this. And with what if all those lodging areas are filled, like there has to be there's going to be a lot of people. Oh my gosh. You're going to be dancing around the fire. I'm glad that it's females because once you get in there, you're in your own stuff and everyone else is in their own stuff. Mm -hmm. And the shamans and the facilitators are all working around that it's just kind of like you're in it and you know other people are in it with you. So you don't really think about like, oh, I don't know. It's just... No, I'm with you. It's kind of like that sisterhood I talked about with the Cambo girl. Yeah. That's what it's like. You're all there for for your own little purpose, and then you're there for the real purpose. Yeah. I'm excited for our recap. Yeah. We definitely got to do a recap. And and I just want to say, ayahuasca isn't for everyone. I mean, this is like... Tell people what it is. We haven't even explained what it is. So it is a psychedelic that opens you up to seeing a different consciousness. So Mama Aya comes in and she, you're in this altered state to where you're able to see your traumas. You're able to work through them. You're able to see what your purpose is. And she's almost walking you through like how, you know, how to release this stuff. So much of it is surrendering to her because we all have a big problem with wanting to control. So is surrendering. And then you're shown whatever it is that you need to be shown. And again, like, I think I'll have a better take on this because it's different for everyone. The things that are shown, the journeys are different. The type of medicine, depending on like what tribes you work with, it's different. And really it comes down to though, is the intention that you're setting with the medicine before. So if you're very, if you don't know what you want or you want to just be shown your purpose or, or whatever, kind of like a more broad spectrum, I think that a lot of different things will come up on your journey, but it's always what you need the most that comes up. I was on the website. How long are the ceremonies? I think they are anywhere between like four to six hours. And so some people's trips are longer than that. Some people's trips, it, you just never know because this medicine works so differently with everyone. So the dieta is really important. So like I've been following that. If you use marijuana or use some other things beforehand, like sometimes it's harder for ayahuasca to work because you're not, um, your vessel's not as clean as it should be for that medicine to get in there and work. So everybody's trips are different. Some people can have like really like where they're just really joyful in their trips. Um, Some people just can sleep through the whole thing and there's still work is being done, but they're just not, sometimes if they're trying is so so deep ayahuasca will put you in a state to where you're not actually like living through it but work is still being done and then others are i feel like i'm gonna cry a lot i feel like i have a lot of just grief and shame to shed it's truly different for everyone I've been listening to a lot of Aubrey Marcus's stuff and he's done it like 20 plus times. Like I believe Zach Bush has worked with, I mean, so many people have worked with ayahuasca and all of their stories are just so different on what comes through and comes up. I can't fault you for being absolutely honest about everything going on in your life to just open that information up for people to hear. I can't, I can't disregard that. That takes honor and respect to tell what is deeply buried in you. Well, you know, I've, some if people can listen to this and get something from it and know that they're not alone i I just have no shame around my stuff anymore because we all have stuff yeah but some people don't show their stuff that's the thing that's the difference those are the people that are never going to heal exactly their choice and i'm just i have no shame in who i am who i was yes i made mistakes yes i but it was all a part of this journey and you're not your mistakes. You're not your trauma. So why not look it in the face and 
and deal with it and move it so you can be free from that and create a life that is in alignment with who you are and like really understand your purpose for being here so much more and and some people will never wake up and some people will listen to this and think she is batshit crazy lauren has lost her shit and then i look at them and i'm like you are living in a simulation and you're so unhappy and i want to say that this is really funny but if we want to get into like religious and god and whatnot like if you read and do some of these listen to some of these documentaries mad he jesus used magic mushrooms like what do you think he turned water into wine what do you think was in some of the stuff that he was using like these are tools to help people connect with their consciousness that we've all been told that is not within us that we have to idolize God only or Jesus only. And yes, they're a part of it, but they're not all of it. We have this Christ consciousness within us that I, my personal opinion is that religion takes that away. And you have like, you have to go somewhere or you have to be a certain way, or you have to obey the 10 commandments. I mean, they put this, put the fear of God in you. Let me tell you what, God is not a vengeful God. And we aren't born out of original sin. We were given a choice That decision that was made with Adam and Eve, that is why we have free will. And if God wanted us to all behave a certain way, we would all behave a certain way. You really think he's not that powerful? So we all have the free will to make these choices every single day. And there's a reason why these plants were created. There's a reason why all these tribes that have been had access to them for hundreds of years don't have the problems that we have here in the United States. Why do you think that is, people? Why is alcohol legal? Why is so many why are so many substances legal that tear our bodies apart, that keep us in the dark, that push us into depression? But psychedelics and healing medicine is against the law. I want you all to just noodle on that for a minute. Just noodle. Before you throw your Bible at me. I want you to just noodle on it. Not saying that God isn't real. I believe fullheartedly God, the universe, all of it. Jesus, yes. I have a problem with religion and the way it separates and divides and tells you how you have to have a certain experience and how you have to live. I understand that. It don't work that way. That's a whole other topic, ma'am. Man, you got on it. Ugh. Well, because it just all comes back to where people are like, why do you need to do this? Like, if I believe in God and God will save me. And, and it's like, you need to save your... It's an equal... God is an equal opportunity healer. You got to gotcha. come to the table and do your own healing. And that's the thing where people are like, I just... I pray and I pray and I pray for this to happen. Honey, you got to do something on the other side of that the smartest thing i've ever learned this is why i'm i'm very i'm not religious i'm not anything i'm not anything because wisdom is knowing nothing okay that's where you get wisdom yeah know nothing i believe in the universe and energy science i believe that we're all god yeah we are we're all one we're all one all of us it's the metaphysical it is the all oneness yeah you gain wisdom by knowing nothing Mm mm-hmm don't stress about religion. Don't stress about society. All this man-made. Just be. Oh, my gosh. Listen to your inner being. Just your be. Your inner knowing. When you take, and that's the thing, when people don't realize that they have that. Because you got to quiet it. You got to unplug. For some people, psychedelics is a great way to get past some of this trauma so they can feel who they are without the stories that they've created. All I'm saying is it's a beautiful tool. There's yeah. different levels of it. Ayahuasca is... It's called the grandmother for a reason. I mean, she is kingpin of all of them. Kingpin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's a reason why a lot of funding is starting to go to it. Like there's people are microdosing shrooms. Yeah. They're microdosing a lot of different things. These plants have healing properties and I think it's incredible. And 
Honestly, if I look back on my small town from where I'm from, when I start working with this and can get back and help some of these people, it's going to change lives. It's going to change lives. Yeah, no doubt, girl. You know I'm into the con of the K-poppies. I'm into the ayahuasca. I was just saying, if you want some ayahuasca drink, I got some in the fridge. <laughs> you in? No. I got some mixed right now. It's in the fridge. I'm going to save that. Oh, I'm trying to get you on it already. We will look forward to hearing about your journey after May the 8th. Are you in? Thank you. All right. This is a Spirit Guider with Charlie May.